0: Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this uh, next installment here, I'm continuing in my with my FBS uh, breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS college football level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the FIU Panthers uh, kicking off Conference USA. Uh, they went 4-8 and eight last year, 2-6 and six in the league. Uh, FIU started off uh, pretty well last year going four four and four to start the year uh, before losing their final four games of the year but uh head coach Mike McIntyre is known for uh, building programs as he did a really good job uh, when he was at San Jose State and uh, looking to do the same at FIU <clears throat> and uh, he has definitely gained momentum uh, with last season because the previous year they were one and 11. Uh, really, really good start to his tenure and uh, really, really intriguing to see as they move forward uh, what they can do. Um, <clears throat> diving into the breakdown now, the Panthers play at Ricardo Silva Stadium, FIU Football Stadium, uh, seats 20,000. It, it's a very nice venue um, in, in the heart of South Florida. And uh, just a just a really good venue, so uh, one to look for, that I look forward to attending in the future. Um, they like I said, they seat twenty thousand. Their record was over twenty two thousand when they played Duke in two thousand eleven. And uh, the, as they continue uh, to grow as a program and and get that continuity and that momentum going, I'm sure things will only continue to grow for the program. As as this is a stadium that opened up in 1995, <clears throat> and moving forward uh, could could be an exciting place for for them to play. Now, looking at a coach on the rise within the program, Eric Hickson is as the associate head coach, running backs coach. Um, some may know Coach Hickson from his time as a running back at Kansas State. When he left. Kansas State in 1998, he was the school's all-time leading rusher with 2,537 yards and 26 touchdowns, which still puts him fifth currently in yardage and seventh in touchdowns in program history. Um, some will know him also from playing in the NFL, was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and eventually played in the XFL in the Arena Football League. And <clears throat> after that, went into coaching was a high school coach as recently as 2013. In 2014, he moved up to the junior college ranks at Garden City Community College in Kansas and served as the interim head coach. Uh, 2015 through 17, served as the running back coach at Akron. Uh, Went back to his alma mater in 2018 at Kansas State for a year. Then was at Miami uh, 2019 to 2021 as the running backs coach. And then Last season was hired at, at FIU as the associate head coach and running backs coach. <clears throat> good younger coach who's who's rising through the ranks and doing some really, really good things. Um, as a coach, has had a handful of players move on to get drafted and uh, has has a good young core of backs that he's going to be able to work with this season that I think are going to really, really uh, – project him well into the future, moving up in the coaching ranks. Uh, Looking at FIU's schedule now, they open up week zero uh, at conference foe Louisiana Tech, a uh, conference game week zero. Uh, There's two Conference USA uh, conference games during week zero, and one of them being FIU at Louisiana Tech. That's a big game, obviously, for both teams, an opportunity for for both of them to get off on the right foot and then FIU continues with Maine and then they have North Texas. They go to Connecticut, then they play Liberty and then they go into uh, the con- more of the conference slate where they're playing on weeknights. They play uh, at New Mexico State on Wednesday October 4th. They host UTEP already uh, slated for an ESPN 2 opportunity there for them at home uh, on Wednesday October 11th. Then they play Wednesday, October 18th at Sam Houston, Wednesday, October 25th against Jacksonville State, and then they return to Saturday games playing at Middle Tennessee at Arkansas, and then hosting Western Kentucky. Interesting part of their schedule looking at it. If they're able to get that win at Louisiana Tech, which they can definitely win this game. Louisiana Tech was only a three-win team last year, much improved this year. Uh, but still only a three-win team last year. Things could set up well for them to start. They can beat Maine, beat 2-0. Then you have North Texas coming in, and North Texas has some new pieces and trying to put some things together. So could they potentially be 3-0 going to Connecticut, which this, this is a huge opportunity for them to really make a statement and gain some momentum, and they really, really could do it as as they move forward. So, a great opportunity for them to start off strong in the 2023 season. Now, diving into the program breakdown, position by position, starting offensively. Uh, the QB position is set in stone at FIU as Grayson James returns. He started 10 games last year, played in 11, and threw for just under 2,000 yards. Uh, the dual threat quarterback is developing as a passer. And more will likely be expected from him in 2023. Uh, the, the staff didn't want to give him too much last year, you could kind of tell. But uh, you could tell that the tools and, and the excitement that he brings to the field are there. Uh, just moving forward, I'm really, really intrigued to see what he can develop into. <clears throat> uh, the running back room had a devastating spring. As a returning starter, Lexington Joseph, tore his ACL and will be out for the season. Huge hit for them as he was probably the best player on this offense. Um, but the additions of uh, Brandon Smith from the JUCO level and uh, Shamari Lawrence from South Dakota, FCS South Dakota, help ease the loss a little bit. And then John Owens returns as well. So there's multiple guys that can take on the workload and uh, really help lessen the blow of losing Lexington Joseph, but that definitely hurts losing arguably their best player. Uh, The receiving core loses star wide receiver Tyrese Chambers to Maryland, but returns some valuable pieces. Uh, Wide receivers Jalen Bracey, Chris Mitchell, and uh, Dean Peterson have experience, as does tight end Josiah Miaman. Um, The additions of wide receiver Eric Rivers from Memphis and tight end Christian Peterson from Louisville provide good depth. Uh, The coaching staff is really excited about Chris Mitchell and his development at wide receiver, and uh, I expect some uh, big things from him this season. Uh, The offensive line loses two major pieces to the portal. Those guys transferred just a couple days into spring camp. Uh, That that's, that's the one thing that hurts about the transfer portal for, for programs like FIU. If you have some players that have some success, unfortunately, in today's college football, you're going to lose those guys uh, nine times out of ten, and they lost two good ones. Um, but there is some experience returning. Uh, center John Bach, right guard Jacob Peace, and right tackle Philip Houston have experience. And then the addition of left tackle Travis Burke from Gardner-Webb is massive for them. They really need this unit to uh, produce and just uh, give Grayson James time to dev- to uh, to go through his reads and progressions as a passer and develop, and so he's not running for his life uh, as much as much as he had to last season. Shifting to the defense now, the defensive line returns valuable experience at defensive end. Both Jordan Girard and uh, Jeremy Passmore return in the addition of Claude A. Larkins from NC State, provides a spark off the edge. And then nose tackle Jack Daly transfers in from Bryant, FCS Bryant, and will be a playmaker for this unit. Uh, The linebacking core lost some big pieces, again, to the transfer portal, but they returned valuable pieces, and Donovan Manuel had 97 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss. And then Alex Nobles, uh, Letary Kinsler, and... Kaya Wright, and then Reggie Peterson as well. And then the additions of Avery Huff from Miami and Elijah Anderson Taylor from Northern Colorado are big and fill the holes left by the departures. Elijah Anderson Taylor had a really productive career during his time at FCS Northern Colorado and could really uh, do some big things here. Uh, The secondary returns talented pieces. Again, they lose uh, freshman All-American to the portal here as well. Uh, cornerbacks jamal potts hezekiah masses and adrian cole have valuable experience as do safeties uh, cj christian and DeVaric daniel the additions of cornerback jt anderson from bryant fcs level and then uh, safeties jojo evans from kent state bobby sala from temple and ladarian Polk from memphis provide great depth uh, in the secondary honestly could be much improved with the pieces that they've added On special teams, both punter Dalton Mattel and uh, kicker Chase Gabriel return. Uh, Gabriel must improve and become more accurate, though. He was 3 of 5 from kicks uh, inside uh, 20 to 29 yards. So obviously, those are not kicks you should ever be missing. Uh, Final analysis now. This is my opinion for the FIU Panthers heading into the season. Uh, Mike McIntyre in this program showed a ton of progress last season. Starting four before, four and four before losing their final four games. Like I said, this was a team that was competing to be bowl eligible last year, which, after being one and 11 the year before and really struggling prior to that, was a huge, huge thing for this program. Uh, the week zero matchup with a three win Louisiana Tech from 2022 gives the Panthers an opportunity to continue that momentum. Again, that is a week zero game. It is a, is a late kickoff, 9 o'clock Eastern, on CBS Sports Network. So it's, it's, it's an opportunity to play on primetime television, on TV, against a conference foe, who is improved. Louisiana Tech is improved, but so is FIU. And this is a great opportunity for them to start their season off on the right foot. As, again, they play Maine, and then they play North Texas, who's got some rebuilding pieces that they're that they're working with as well. So uh, an opportunity for FIU to get off on the right foot, uh, and and do some things this year that uh, maybe not many people would expect. But I think this is a this is a program on the rise, and it's in an unbelievable recruiting area. I think people understand that. Um, and and Mike McIntyre, like I said, is a guy who has rebuilt a program with at San Jose State that is a lot like FIU in a good market. And he's been able to do it at that level. And, and I really think he's going to be able to do it here at FIU and Conference USA and really do some good things here. So hope you guys enjoy the breakdown. Always love doing this. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Uh, please like, subscribe, wherever you listen to the podcast. Get the podcast, Twitter account, a follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.